What's that from? It's from this exclusive club I get to go to every goddamn morning. What club is that? Club workplace. You have to get a why do you why do you get a, a wristband for work? That's it, weird. It means that you've you've gone through the checkpoint and you have no cold or flu symptoms. Oh. Except the people checking are contracted out non-medical professionals. They don't give a shit. That I mean... They don't even look at you. They just like, uh, feeling sick today? No? Okay. (laughs) It's all just for show. It's like the the temperature stuff was really... That was just for the, the, the false safety, yep. maybe. Um, sorry, I was stalling. I'm all set up so we can go. Tell me when you're ready to do the, the intro. We'll do the intro. Should we wait until we just feel it? Yeah, like I don't feel bones. it yet. I'm watching that Moose Mercier with his big bubble butt fight right now. Man, his face. He looks like the Guy Fox mask. Really? From V, you know? Yeah. I don't think so at all. I think he's handsome. I don't know. Mm. I mean, our, we have very different tastes. In, yeah, we do. And what we find attractive. So, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He, I mean, he's, he's very fit. He's a fit gentleman. But Listeners, we're watching Premier Fight League right now. It's Thursday, 7.39 p.m. in Frisco, Texas. Um, we've been gone. A while, so we're doing a special episode, special recording session today to make it up to all of you who may be listening, because we care. This is how we we pay people. We um, well, because we reward not, them. If not, I mean, I've got poker tomorrow, so then it'd be another week, and then you know you might get yeah, sick again the other just, week, and then it's just like, why are we doing a show anymore? We're going to be one of those shows that just pod fades, which is awful. Like Porpoise Crispy. Uh. Yeah, like Porpoise Crispy. What's going on there? We I'm having know. a hard time motivating my partner to um, record. John! Ooh. Sorry, I didn't know that was going to happen. These microphones are going to go, John. John. All right, I feel it. I think it's time. If you're listening, record a fucking episode or call it a goddamn day. secretly timid i saw you you're waiting to see if it was gonna repeat yeah i always do uh it's me it's megs and i'm here with john hey it's just the two of us and we can make it if we try feature song if only we would try feature song by brad sucks is called fun guy from his new album that just released today called a new low in hi-fi so enjoy that at the end of the show. I can't. Give I can't a listen. wait for it. And, uh, you know, listen to it on Spotify or, or download it. What you should do is, is purchase it from Bandcamp if you really wanted That's to the be a trooper. Thing to yeah. do. Well, so many things have happened. How many weeks has it been? Two? Two. 
Mm-hmm. But it feels a lot longer for some reason. Both of those weeks uh, were my fault. Yeah. I'll take responsibility for that. Um, I was on vacation two weeks ago, and then last week I was sick. And where'd you go on vacation again? Seattle? Uh, well, I went to Washington State, so we met up in Seattle, and then we rented these uh, Airbnbs in Gold Bar. Did you check for cameras? No. Oh, you should have. Well, how bored they will be <laughs> if there are cameras there. Wait, but didn't you have one of your parties get all naked for the owner of the bed at breakfast yes. guy? Yeah. <laughs> I think I need to get new mics. Why does this microphone keep on popping out? Um, God damn it. The first MBE was that that happened. We rented a... What's an MBE? A Meg's birthday extravaganza, Uh-oh. which, by the way, is coming up here. I can't use the pandemic as an excuse this time. No, you can't. <laughs> you're you're gonna come over for my birthday. Okay. Um, it's the first week of July, just by by the by. Um, but we rented a. It was me and a bunch of gals, and my friend Daryl came all the way from New Mexico. Um, he did two years in a row, actually, um, and uh, we rented this house um just outside of austin on a golf course that had a pool and it was very 80s on the inside like lots of like black lacquer furniture um i think in the 80s it was probably really fucking cool yeah um and i guess the guy was a photographer or thought he was or whatever but i didn't realize until after we were there like he stays in the garage, like over the garage while you stay in the house. He wasn't, he didn't make a peep until um, <laughs> we all were very drunk and we were swimming one night and we got naked, which I don't usually do, like not even in the shower. But um, I can't remember if he came out for something or if we texted him or oh no this dude is like probably in his i don't know 50s oh so he made his night not a not a good looking fellow Mm -hmm. um and uh we're like we we don't have any clothes on is that okay and he's like yeah that's okay (laughs) and we're like do you want to come swim with us i think i said that which was so stupid i was so so wrecked and uh he's like yeah i want to come swim with you guys so he he swam with us for a little while um but no uh i know that i didn't get touched i don't know that anybody else did either so at least that's good so you respected your boundaries uh yeah that's nice. Uh, who knows if he took photos? I don't know. Oh, it's so sad. And it's not sad. I'm actually becoming, I'm, I'm getting better at just owning the fact that I'm 40 years old now. When you said 50, in my mm-hmm. mind, like, that seems so old. I know. But it's not, comparatively. It's really not. It's really not. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, like, bring up a chart at work, and I'm like, how old is this person? <laughs> oh, 53 they're getting up there like (laughs) gonna see a bunch of medical problems and then i stop myself and i'm like bitch you're almost 41 yeah so 
the other uh, last week, Nam, one of my really good poker buddies, was at Windstar playing cash. And he, we were texting back and forth. He said, there's nothing but old people here. Nam's not that much older than me. And so I had to correct him and say, dude, we're the old people. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you're going to have to It's weird, watch though. That. I don't feel like it. Yeah. I feel like... I still feel like a teenager. Yeah, and cool. Mm-hmm. Still, I feel so cool. But you know what happens? Life reminds you. Like I'm paying for in my 40s for going a decade without insurance with my teeth and other body parts. Mm-hmm. I have two temporary crowns on my bottom teeth. And that yeah. shit did not. Oh, um, terrible. Did they say what the cause of that is? Just not going, going to the dentist for a decade. I have holes in the bottom of my teeth. Mm. And I never did meth, y'all. So it was not that. Because I was a, a grinder. I grind my teeth at night. So that's really the, the Oh, culprit. yeah. So uh, I had a dentist tell me that. If you, if you grind your teeth at night, it creates little cracks. Mm-hmm. And then that can cause cavities yeah. and breakage. So I had a tooth break once when Ooh. I was... I guess I was in my 30s because I was married because I had dental insurance through my then husband. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only time that's happened to me, but that was alarming. So I can't wait for what's next. Yeah. Do you do you have to wear a mouth guard? I know this is really a fascinating pod right now, guys. I'm just uh, kind of curious. I have a mouth guard, but I don't wear it because it like you can't close your lips all the way around it and so you're like drooly oh do you have like a legit like expensive mouth guard you no, got no, from no. the dentist no i got it from the drugstore no and you boil that's it and bullshit you put it in your mouth. that's 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 bullshit okay. i i because when the, my dentist said you know gave me the, the price tag of 300 dollars, i thought well can't you just get one of those at the at the grocery store and she said no granted she could be trying to make you know, no, I money. believe I believe she's right. But I mean, mine's like you know, it's custom fit for myself, and oh, that so thing you do is, have one. Yeah, I do. I You're wear it every fucking night bougie now. Bastard. Every fucking night. So well, I'm sorry. What were you saying about it? Uh, just that you have to wear it. Yeah, but like it's custom. Made yeah, it's and- custom made. It's plastic. It's kind of soft on the inside. So when it's in, I mean, I've done Duolingo Spanish quizzes with it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine's not that versatile. <laughs> So it's not, but I can feel like occasionally I'll like fall asleep on the couch if I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. When I wake up, I can feel like my teeth, the difference. It feels like it, you know, it hurts a little. Like, damn, I've been grinding. I haven't been to the dentist since I lived in West Virginia, which sounds like a huge, what the like fuck? a joke. Man, you've like, got, you've got I, insurance, right? Yeah. Well, then you're I just, just wasting money if you don't go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you don't want that's my, my father had heart problems because yeah. of a tooth that he didn't get taken care of. Yeah, dude, got to be careful. Death creeps in through the gums for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I went. I had a like a crown, one crown or two crowns made when I lived in West Virginia, and at the time I was like, you know, just like had money falling out of my pockets. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, I got like really nice ones. I mean, I didn't see them. You get an option. I didn't get an option. Yeah, you can get metal ones or you can get uh, the porcelain ones. Who the fuck would want metal ones? People that don't have a lot of money. Oh, it's I take cheaper. it back. I'm sad. I'm sorry. Um, and I so I had the porcelain ones done, and then fucking like after I moved to Dallas, like that shit broke. Really? Yeah. Like I I can feel like a 
like a sharp part on my tooth. Oh, so you need to get a dentist. So I picked that dentist much like I picked other uh, healthcare providers. Like, remember when I picked that therapist because I liked the old building that his office was in? Mm-hmm. I picked this guy because he had a mid-century modern um, dental office uh, with, like, original dental chairs and stuff. Oh my it God. was amazing. It was in perfect condition, this furniture. I loved it. And he was a nice dude, but apparently, maybe not the best. <laughs> Is it true that dentists are like most likely to commit suicide out of all the different doctors? Why did dentists commit suicide so much? I had read that so at much? one time. Uh, well, nobody wants to go to I the dentist. I don't mind going. Well, I do. Even though they hurt. Actually, it's so strange. Like when they were, you know, when they the, the process of drilling, filing down your teeth to the little nubs to put the crowns on. Yeah. Uh, like it's so strange. Like, because I, I mean, of course they numbed me. But at certain times, they'd hit like the nerve with something, and it wouldn't like it doesn't hurt, yeah, but your but whole body like just fucking just jolts. It's incredibly uncomfortable. And then I she pulls it. out the big fucking needle, and why am I saying fucking so much? Sorry, guys. This is an emotional Reset. topic. That's why it numbs it again, and I hate the feeling of being numb. But yeah, so that's what I experienced last week, and it's just it's Ugh. it's been it's been a journey. I've gone on a journey, a bougie white privileged journey mm-hmm. <laughs> where today I was arguing with a, my uh, my insurance provider because for this other thing I had to get done I guess the anesthesi I can't pronounce it anesthesiologist. anesthesiologist portion of it was out of network even though the facility and surgeon were in network so how the fuck that doesn't make any sense and so I had to call them and be like you know it, I'm not paying this. I think this is what middle-aged people talk about. Well, this is bullshit because this is this is just the American fucking healthcare system, you know? Oh, yeah, like, we wouldn't have to deal with this shit if we're in Canada. No, we wouldn't. Like, what does in-network and out-of-network even mean? Don't tell me. I really don't want to know. But it's just like, it's stupid. I mean, you do, you do know what it means. I do, but it's stupid. It's very stupid. All of it is stupid, John. It's stupid that you got separate bills from yeah. anesthesiologist, surgeon, facility, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. When I um, remember when my gallbladder exploded in West Virginia, um, I got bills from four different places and I stayed in the hospital for like three nights mm-hmm. and my bill was like $35,000. Oh, God. Um, when I was like, when I was drugged up and hadn't had the surgery yet, I was still waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Um, some dickhead from, you know, whatever the financial department is, billing, I guess. Well, there it is, it's billing. Um, <laughs> comes in with a little, like, rolly cart when I'm under the influence, and he's, like, asking me for my information. And I'm like, motherfucker, I don't, I don't even know my Now's name. not a good time. Yeah. And then he ended up like recording the information wrong, mm-hmm. and I got a fucking bill for thirty five grand, and that took forever to sort yeah. out. So, yeah, fuck you, American healthcare system. <sighs> we could go to fucking Mexico and get <laughs> better healthcare. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, maybe we should. It's closer than Canada, and nicer parts of it. Oh, no, I've never been to either. 
Oh. But I prefer a warmer climate to a colder climate. Yeah. yeah. More, more mosquitoes. Um, I mean, I don't like mosquitoes, but, but uh, I don't like hypothermia either. I feel like you're, you're just taking the most extreme uh, scenarios and making them representative of the whole, and I don't know that that's fair, John. <laughs> you ready for hot topics? Yeah, I guess. Is this where we talk about shit that's happened in the past two weeks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just need to get it in there because if not, I'll forget. Okay. It's like, where's the hot topic bumper? Where yeah. is it? There it is. Where's my little Kathleen Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about, okay, so she and Ad, what's his name? Her husband from BZ Boys, Ad Rock. Is that his Beastie Horvitz. Boy name? Yeah. yeah. So they're being interviewed by, uh, Dan Rather, I guess, I think, maybe. Dan and Rather doesn't, does he still? Anyway, go Yeah, on. it was some, the big, big, you know, 60 minutes type of interview, both okay. of them at the same time. And I was looking at the comments and they're like, they're so old. And I'm like, fucker, you're old. We're all old. We're old. But they're still fine. Let them be old. We're going to have to be okay with it's, this. Yeah. I'm getting better at it. I swear I'm getting better at it. So. I believe you. Tell me about your sexy vacation. Oh, well, that's a strange adjective. I that, you didn't have a sexy vacation. Um, well, I'll tell you some things about it that. Anyway, I'll tell you some things about there it. There you go. So, uh, yeah. So it was a like a family, like sexy a big vacation. family reunion kind of get together with. Um, my mom and her twin sister, my dad, my brother, his wife, um, my uh, hot cousin, two cousins, their two cousins. Jesus Christ. Uh, Are you guys Mormon? Two sets of little kids. No, I grew up with them. So <sighs> I'm friends with their co- my cousin's cousins. So different from my family. Well, it's different from the other side of my family also. So your um, father's side's very. It, uh, yeah, kind of like, um, not as not as close. We didn't connected. Yeah, um, but I I kind of like it. I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So so we've got the adult. I'm going to refer in this story to the kids, and when I say kids, I mean adult you, kids. Yeah. And when I say grown ups, I mean Your our parents, parents. Yeah. And then there are the baby kids, mm-hmm. and those are my cousins two kids and my cousin's cousin's they're two breeders. Kids. There are only two breeders out of all the adult kids. There are only two breeders. Oh, good. Smart. I know. It's amazing. One of my coworkers just announced it. Elaine, you, you know, Elaine, you mm-hmm. love Elaine. She, today she said uh, that she has found out that she had, that she has a great nephew. And I was like, yay, another baby. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, not like um, she just discovered in a genealogy chart, like one was just born. One was just born, yeah. In Denmark, of all places. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so so, uh, I'll start out from the beginning because it was not good. It was a shit show from the very start? Yeah, so, so the night before my flight, I... My flight was in the morning, and my plan was to 
go to the TNP station and take the Trinity uh, train, train to uh, the airport, mm-hmm. right? I was excited about that. I fucking like trains. Mm-hmm. I like going on trains. I think they're cool. Um, I don't have to drive, and it costs like two fifty. So I, um, there wasn't anybody around that could give me a ride, and it was humid as fuck. And it was already like eight. I knew it was going to be like 80 something degrees in the morning already. So I was like, I'm not going to walk there. It's like a mile and a half or something. So so the night before I booked a lift. Fuck you, lift, by the way. Um, and uh, and it and I never do this. I hate being early. I would rather fucking show up with shit on my face. Even to the airport. Be early. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather be Anywhere. early at the airport. So, but this time I was like, I'm going to book it like early enough that I get there with plenty of time. And uh, so I'm waiting. It's supposed to be there at 7.15. I'm waiting. It doesn't come. I get a text message that says, um, driver will be here. My, uh, the train's supposed to leave at 7.45. Mm. So said driver will be there in uh, 30 minutes. At seven fifteen, which was gonna cut it close. Yeah, right? you need to start looking for bicycles in that neighborhood of yours. Right. Well, I have a, anyway. Uh, so, um, so I was like, and then I got another text message later that said driver will be here in forty five minutes, and I'm like, oh my Mother god, fuck. you need to cancel that shit right. and take an Uber. No, it was too late by that call, point. Call your there neighbor. There was nobody driving around Start walking. on a Thursday in the morning. And I texted a Flag couple of people. somebody that, down. I, I texted a pe- couple of people that live in Fort Worth, but nobody answered. It's fucking early. Yeah. Right? So uh, I get on the phone with my friend who is overseas. And I'm complaining to him. And, uh, and I'm losing my shit. And he's like, okay, it's all right. Here are the options. And he's like looking shit up on the internet for me. Like, how much does this cost? How much this... That's such a man. How long does this take? I really appreciated it in the end. This time? Oh, really? Because yeah. I thought... Because, you know, sometimes you just want to complain. No. Like, I don't need you to help me right no, now. I, I don't, we don't need a solution. But I this needed, time a you needed solution, a solution. For sure. So um, I ended up fucking driving myself to the airport, cutting it very goddamn close. And I had to park at the gate so I wouldn't be late. Mm -hmm. That shit ended up costing me $120 fucking dollars. I was such an asshole on the phone. Mm -hmm. He was so nice to me. And I said, I'm very sorry. I'm not this person. He's like, it's okay. I know. It's all right. So so that happened. Um, I got first class tickets. So now I can never go back. <laughs> oh yeah. To coach. Yeah, never. It's it's like totally worth it. It was yeah. only like $200 more and fuck man. Treat yourself. Yeah. So um I had flown first class a few times before the pandemic and I remember like the warm as nuts. As, as <laughs> I didn't get any nuts <laughs> on the plane. The um so as soon as you would sit down, they would give you the hot a towel. drink and all this stuff. So. It's like 1030 in the morning or mm-hmm. something. Um, but fuck it, man. I paid for all the shit. So, um, uh, but 
post-pandemic, they don't do quite so much. And, and you know, pre-pandemic, they would come over and they'd give you a, a meal and they'd just mm-hmm. pour wine. Like, as soon as your glass is full, they pour you some more. Um, now they give you wine in cans. And on the first, That's not bad. first flight I had, um, every time I would ask for a drink, they would bring me two of them. So two bottles of vodka, two well, cans of wine. It was awesome. And the cans aren't five ounces. They're like nine ounces. Well, no wonder people are getting beat up on flights. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so that was cool. I had to pee a bunch, though. Um, got there. And uh, so <laughs> damn, this is my fault. My uh, mother before had texted me a, a few days before and she's like we're gonna be your dad and i are gonna be at the airport at this time and do you want to ride with us we're gonna get a rental car and i was like no fine 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 i wasn't paying attention oh, because no. i was doing something at the time mm-hmm. and i wanted her to stop texting me so um when i get to the airport i i look at the email she sent me and i realize that they don't get there until an hour after i get there and i'm like i don't want to fucking wait around here for an hour and then spend another fucking hour in the car with my parents that sounds terrible plus trains i didn't get to take a train yet and i want to take a fucking train so i'm like looking up like you're drunk looking up i wasn't drunk by this time um yeah, because you've got a tolerance. They g- no, because they gave me a delicious chicken sandwich <laughs> on the plane, and it fucking soaked all that shit up. So uh, I, I'm i researching, like, how do I take the train? Because my cousin lives in Muckleteo, which is a northern suburb up by Everett. Anyway, so um, I, th- I think it's not entirely clear to me, but I think I can take the light rail to here, and then I take this other train that goes directly up to Muckleteo. Um and then I, because uh, I had asked before, like, can you guys come pick me up at the airport? Every time I ask him that, he says no for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Turns out this time it was because he was at work. So I get it. Um, Nini couldn't pick me up because he was working remotely from Josh's house. So uh, I said, if I get to the the train station in Mukilteo, can you pick me up? And he's like, of course. So I take the light rail without incident. It was beautiful. And then I get off at the station and I uh, am figuring out like where the next station is that I have to walk to, which is pretty close. And then it starts fucking pouring rain. And what I didn't mention to you before was not only did I not take a jacket like for cool weather, I also didn't take an umbrella or a raincoat with me to fucking Washington State. (laughs) So uh, I was wholly unprepared for this entire trip in terms of uh, wardrobe. So I wait for the rain, and then I leg it over to this station, and uh, I walk in, and this woman who works there, because she's wearing a uniform, or else she has really bad taste, she's like, um, uh, where are you going? I'm like, oh, oh, I'm going to Muckle Tea. And she's like, not from here, you're not. What a she was a fucking asshole man and then i got salty and i was like all right uh do i have to talk to you anymore (laughs) and she started to get kind of like like i think she knew that she was a dick and Mm -hmm. she kind of backed off from it a little bit but i 
that was it. I was finished. So I've been really angry lately. Um, so uh, I was like, well, where is the platform for this? And she's like, well, you go this way and you go that way. So so I get over there. Nobody's fucking there. Nobody wants to go to Buckle Tia? Uh, no, they, I'm sure they do, but they want to go there in two hours because that's when the train comes. <laughs> so I'm fucking stuck in Seattle. Um, and you know, like I can't fucking call my parents. I don't think because they're already mad at me that I like, you know, went back on the plans that we made. (laughs) So, uh, so, but I did eventually like, I looked up, uh, so how much is it going to cost for an Uber? Cause I'm not fucking taking Lyft anymore. And, uh, it's $80. Oh, I'd just pay the $80. Well, so I'm like, fuck. How long wanna... is that? How long is that ride, though? Uh, forty minutes with a stranger who could possibly be a rapist. Man, I don't give a shit at this point. Um, I'll take my chances. So, but I I uh, texted my mom and I was like, where are you? And she waited. I know she fucking saw it when I sent it, and she sat on it for a bit, and then she goes, well, we're getting the rental car, and she didn't say anything else. Uh, and then a couple minutes later, she's like, well, where are you? And I said, I know this is a text, but I know exactly like that's how she would say it to me in this, in this occasion. So, um, I said, well, I'm at the train station and it doesn't come for two hours. And I was just messaging to see if, since it's on your way, if you guys were in a position that you could pick me up. And she's like, well, of course we can. And I was like, uh, well, I didn't know that was an option. She's like, why wouldn't it be? Like, shut oh, up. I see. Don't no, play this game She with should me. have said, I'm sorry. We're just, we just can't do that. Well, she did end up saying, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Because <laughs> then she talked to my dad and she's like, um, she said, well, where are you? And I said, I'm downtown. And um, I was like, you know what? Forget it. It's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get an Uber. And she's like, okay. Like, so, uh, so I started off with them already mad at me. Um, so I get the Uber up there, I get to my cousin's house and I see everybody and that's good. I'm bleeding like a fucking sieve, like, uh, like my vagina. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought you were alluding um, to. I'm having terrible cramps. Uh, I've, I'm like, you're about, wet I'm from the rain. I'm about to bleed through my pants. It's bad news. Yeah. Uh, hey Megan, it's me. I'm sorry to tell you it's bad news. So... You know, I've got that going on. That's that's an extra layer that that made it story worthy. But so um, and so my cousin Josh has two daughters. One of them is 12 going on 13. I haven't seen the girls in like maybe three to five years. So uh, last time I saw. um, What do they call you? What's your title? Well, is that like, are you their second cousin once removed or some bullshit like that? I mean, I'm their aunt. But Josh is your cousin. Right. But Um, you're still an aunt? Yes. I looked this up once. It's confusing, but I think I'm their aunt. Um, And what the fuck's a second cousin? It's like a cousin's cousin? uh, I don't, I forget. Okay. I forget. But anyway, um, I'm not going to look it up. We function as though I am their aunt. But but so um, the older one, her name is Harper. Uh, she is 
uh, wearing these fucking like goth platform boots that we wore when we were teens. I mean, I would have done. I, I sure as hell did. I did not, um, but I would have done if I. I guess I don't know why I didn't, but they're like Frankenstein boots, right? They had. Yeah, they are mm-hmm. like huge platforms, which Mine is. Weren't. Which is, you know, whatever, cool, fine. Yeah. Uh, I want you to figure out what your style is. Um, the problem is that she ended up wearing those, like, hiking with us, That's which is not, not practical. No. She almost fucking bit it so many times during this trip, I couldn't even count. Um, and I'm like, hey, how are you? Good to see you. And she's like, who are you? <laughs> Well, I'm your aunt, but I'm really your cousin's cousin, or I'm your cousin. I'm your father's cousin. (laughs) I said, uh, you call me Aunt Meg. I've never, I've never met you before. And I was like, well, that's, that's interesting because here's a picture of us. And I, there's a picture of us where, um, I had like, when she was little, I pulled her, um, garment over so her, she couldn't move her arms. Mm. And she was like struggling to get out and she was upset and there's <laughs> me next to her like with a satisfied look on my face. Anyway, um, very like, man, were we fucking assholes when we were 13? Probably I think we were, right? We were, but I don't think we were to adults. We were to other children. She was, she was pretty salty. Yeah, that's probably poor parenting. Knows Sorry. every goddamn, well, her... I, sh- I shouldn't say this just in case, but um, Josh is a good dad. I'll say that. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, she fucking knows every goddamn thing. And she and, don't know shit. Well, actually, and, uh, like, it, it grated on me. Mm-hmm. And I tried to be very understanding because, you know, like, I we're all weirdos at that age, right? Like, you don't know who the fuck yeah. you are when you're especially around 13. So, um, and my other niece is like really lovely and polite. Not an asshole yet. No. It's coming though. I don't know. She's never been an asshole. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we, we went to fucking dinner at this seafood restaurant and I thought surely they've got chicken. No, they fucking don't. They do not have chicken. So I ended up getting like... Did you explore? A tiny steak and I was like, I used to like scallops. I'll try that. So I got those. Guess what? I don't fucking like scallops. <laughs> uh, you know the crunchy bits are sand. I can't tell you the last time I had, but I thought they were always <clears throat> called scallops. <clears throat> I don't know what a fucking scallop is. Fucking gross, dude. Yeah. Scallops are fucking disgusting. I like oysters and clams. That also looks disgusting, though. I've never tried them. You don't, I mean, you don't chew. You just let it slither down your throat. <clears throat> no. So, so we did that, and then um, Nini and I drove. Uh, Harper wanted to go with us, with Nathan and I, to drive to Gold Bar, which is like... I don't know, 45 minutes away or something, um, and stay at the rental house with us the first night. Um, so we did that. My brother and his wife were already at the rental house. Um, so we ended up, uh, I don't know if this was Nathan that arranged it, but so uh, Gold Bar is kind of like in the middle of fucking nowhere, like in the mountains. Yeah, that's how I'm envisioning it. Yep, and... Uh, so there's this, um, you go into the 
forest and there's this uh, road that is gated. And uh, so we rented two houses, three houses. Damn. In this, uh, on this road that I guess circles around, but um, it's right on the river, which was very cool. Um, And they both had, they all had hot tubs and my, so the, the big adults, they rented this massive fucking log cabin, um, which is probably like, I don't know, 4,000 square feet or something. Um, it was really nice. They all stayed there. I appreciated that they didn't want to stay with us. Do you think they all banged? Oh, John. Oh, no, John. I bet you they did. They absolutely did I not. I bet you they did. Oh, my God. Uh, so, um... You who else banged? Who? Your brother. And your cousins. Here's a story. Everybody but you and well, the children. one moment, please. <laughs> so, like, the day before I left, I had my own room in a house where my mother doesn't live. Um... It's the morning time, and uh, I decide that I want to jerk off. <laughs> and so I have my phone in my hand for porn, and I have one hand under the covers, and I'm about ready to get to it, and my fucking mother <laughs> walks in my room. No knock, no nothing. Just fucking walks in. And I said... What are you doing? You can't just walk in someone's room without knocking. And she turns around and says nothing and she leaves. Oh, did she cry? I don't know what she did. You can't fucking do that. I'm an adult, goddammit. You could have been jerking off. It was like when I was 10 years old. Yeah. Fuck. Well, you could have locked the door. No, I couldn't. There was no lock. There's no lock on the doors? Not on, the, not on that door, on the bathroom, but... So, um, so that was that. God, you're such a dick to your mother. Dude. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. So, uh, anyway, this is a very long story. I'm giving you details about shit that probably isn't necessary, but, um, it was a good time. I had a good time. I was glad not to be at work. So. The end, I think. That's it. I mean, I'm sure there are other things. I feel like I'm bogarting the time here, so. Oh, we got time. It's only 38 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We, oh, I went for like a fucking legit hike. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice, right? Relaxing. I wouldn't call it relaxing, no. It, It was like a kind of a challenging hike. Oh, like, like where we, you had to bring like supplies and shit. N- well, I mean, you're supposed to bring supplies. Of course I didn't. <laughs> but somebody had supplies. Uh I had to borrow John's jacket to wear. Um but it's a hike up mm-hmm. like up the hill to get to the top of this waterfall. So, um it was beautiful, but a lot of the way is like going through streams and rocks and shit like that. Um, it wasn't raining, but I'll show you some pictures later. My hair is completely wet 
because from I'm from the the moisture or from sweat from sweat because I'm uh. I'm fucking disgusting. Nobody else was sweating like that. <laughs> well, you're menstruating too. That probably had a little bit to do with it. That's kind of you. I don't know if that holds up, but well, doesn't it make your like internal temperature go all wacky? Man, sometimes? I have no idea. Because your body's working; it's flushing out dead stuff. It was definitely working. I was, I was sweaty as shit, um, but it was good. I enjoyed it. It was beautiful. And then you get up to the, um, the waterfall, waterfall part, and it's very cold and wet. And of course, I didn't have a rain jacket, so I did borrow another jacket from John. So um, that was good. I got to spend a lot of good time with my cousin's cousin, um, who I like very much. And we went uh, whitewater. Is it whitewater? We did not raft? go rafting. We went rafting. I cannot fucking see you in a life preserver. <laughs> Why? I don't know why. I just can't. Oh, well. I can't I, see you rafting. They make you wear one, so I did. Um, Who were you rafting with by yourself? No. Um, I mean, there were, mom. Like, there were like 20 of us on the trip. Your mom rafted too? She did. She was in my boat. <laughs> um, she was very cute. Uh, trying to like make little jokes with the guide. And mm-hmm. I don't know when you call it whitewater rafting and when it's just rafting. I mean, there were rapids. I don't know the difference. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to look it up. So um, so that, that was good. But it was like you have to sit on the side of the boat instead of like in it. And the way that I had to sit was very uncomfortable for my hips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like all middle-aged women. So, um, but I, I had a good time doing that uh i actually quite like boats and water Mm. a lot so that's good yeah well while you were doing that uh ryan hooked me on to this reality television program called oh right 60 days in Mm -hmm. and listeners okay here's the premise of this reality television show so the premise is that this prison system is there's a lot of corruption there's a lot of drugs. This is American prison system. American prison system. So For-profit for sh- prison system. So the sheriff, um, I, I, don't, I don't believe this is a for-profit prison that they're in. I think it's okay. yeah, a government facility. So the sheriff and I think a few other people uh, convince these normal everyday citizens to go undercover as inmates in the prison to try and find out like where contraband's coming from, what they can do to improve. How do they find, how do they recruit these normal everyday citizens? I have no idea. I think I don't understand. I have no idea where these people come from. I'm sure it's probably just a casting couch situation, just like any other reality television show, like Survive. Casting couch is the wrong term, but you know, they were cast. Okay. Casting director found these people, you know. Like auditions? Auditions, yeah. Okay. Um. And you get sucked in. Like, it's really engrossing. Because they, they, they're they hidden because there's a cover story that there's a larger documentary going on, which is why there's a whole film crew okay. there, which is why there are cameras everywhere. They're not just... The producers are not just interviewing the people that are actually on the television program. They're also interviewing the inmates as well to kind of keep the cover story of, you know, 
Megan here is an actual inmate who is in jail for a drug offense. Okay, but question. So so even if the the uh, correctional officers believe that mm-hmm. there's this documentary being made, wouldn't they uh, be very careful to hide corruption you would for think. that too? You would think. Well, there are other cameras around also. That they're not aware of? You know what happens when you when you're filmed all the time you forget that they're there i, I don't know but what for the most your part film. i mean some of the the correctional officers were terrible well it's a shit and job. so it was an honest exhibition mm-hmm. of what goes on inside the prison um and i because most of the ceos didn't know well all the ceos didn't know nobody knew that there were plants mm-hmm. inside the and you know for example like the first season well, all the seasons, there are people that tap out before the, their allotted time is up. They have different ways to, you know, if they feel unsafe, they have different ways to signal to the production crew that, you know, get me out of here. But even then, it's not like a, they, they still have to go out, you know, the way an other inmate would go out by being transferred out. Mm-hmm. And these are people, I mean, this is like the, the 60 days in, these aren't, obviously, this is before any sort of trial. That, that like Basically, they can't, they're in there because they can't bond out. Okay. And so I'm watching it, and I'm getting hooked in because it's cut very cleverly. So at the very end, there's a reason to watch the next episode. Either a fight's about to break out or, you know... Wait, hold on. But the administrators at the facility... I do not know. But then how do they get them in there? They get they get in there in handcuffs as if they were an actual inmate. But you don't just like... You don't just... Put they go through booking. They go through everything. They have a fake cover they, story. But how do they get to that point? Like, don't you have to go through the court first or... that they There is a warrant out for their arrest a warrant in hand quotes out for their arrest who is the sheriff the sheriff brings them in okay. and the other person that the, the sheriff, sheriff is in on it yeah the sheriff's okay. in on it there are there are like four people that are in on it like is they, the sheriff going to get in trouble with the doc i feel like see that's a, like i really don't know i don't part of me is like this. is this bullshit like most reality television i don't think it is though the other inmates are definitely not actors no i'm sure they're not i mean nobody tells inmates shit anyway but the reason why i'm wondering like ethically is this moral to watch like the thing that i want to call bullshit on is because it is dangerous what they're doing you know like if you were like yeah. snitches get fucking thrown in ditches in jail <laughs> and they're That's fucking a, snitches uh-huh. <laughs> and the inmates are fucking smart they know the legal system so almost all of them like them when the new inmates come in the first thing they do is swarm around them and ask questions like what are you doing what are you what, what are you in for where'd you get arrested this isn't a prison this is a jail like a county a jail. jail yeah okay um and since these people most of them are not experienced with the law their stories don't hold up you know, they're not actors. And so when you, you ask questions, you're going to, they're going to run into something that they don't have the answer to. Like, well, if you got arrested in that County, then why are you over here? You know, mm-hmm. where are your papers? Why don't you have papers? Right. Um, and also, 
I thought you weren't supposed to ask people when you're in the joint what they did to get in there. Apparently you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, they're going to... In one of the seasons, uh, there's an inmate that didn't answer any questions. And so the, the females, they went into her fucking bag and got her court documents and found out that she was in there for child endangerment. And the other girls did not like that. Women. Right. Excuse then you're me. at the bottom of the... Uh, yeah. And you're going to get your ass kicked. Echelon. Uh But the the reason that I'm wondering if this is moral is because, like, okay, the first season, there were some people in there where, like, this person's going to succeed. Like, military, those people usually always do well. Uh, they had a marine, former Marine on there. He was the best. Like, he blended in. He got people to trust him. He maybe and also, he's just a sociopath. Maybe, but because he has that you know mindset that like he was also like he didn't fall into like the traps the other people go in where they're just like this sucks I want to go home. It's like you're in there for a job, but they also have people on there where it's like this person's gonna get murdered. Mm-hmm. Like the effeminate man that wants to be a security guard. No, like he's delusional. Why? Why? Are you agreeing to put him in there? <laughs> like it's not going to end well for him, and he could blow the whole thing up. And the le- the season that I'm watching now, it's a Mormon man and his adult son who has some sugar in the tank, and they're both fucking crazy. And I'm like, wait, they're both participating? Yeah, as plants? Yeah. Hmm. And the father's reasoning to doing this with his son is he wanted to, to toughen, toughen his son up yeah. and Jim and I were like oh my god I want to keep him away from butt sex by exposing him to butt sex <sighs> man I take it back like I I don't want to suck any dick in jail like I'm watching yeah. this I'm watching this as like a guide of how to if I remember in jail how to navigate safely throughout and I know it's you keep your fucking mouth shut you don't stand out and you just like you know you're gonna have to put throw down the law a little bit but do what what's that throw down the law a little bit like if somebody tries to take advantage of you you can't show any weakness what does throw down the law mean in this context like if somebody's taking advantage of you you've got to call them out on that shit I mean I I think the point is that the people in there don't don't respect the law so. but there's prison law <laughs> and they respect prison law okay. and they will pounce on weakness yeah and it's so funny like they have quote training but people like don't listen to the training there is one person she ended up doing drugs because she was afraid her cover is gonna get blown and so she's there snorting i mean why not pills. you're already in in jail but they do say the sheriff does say <laughs> you know if you commit a crime in jail you can't be legally punished for it so be careful but she's already there but she's not really what kind of drugs i don't know they they mouth like they're so like the inmates they the the, the, you know what commissary is right like they the the ones that do not get commissary because they can't afford it if they have any sort of medication they need to take they fucking cheek it yeah and they sell it Mm -hmm. any medication it doesn't matter what it is they will grind all the medication up and it's just like let's see what happens but what do you have to lose? Like this jail, like well, there's I mean, they literally there's nothing for them to do. What are you going to lose? I mean, if you're going to get out sometime, you've got that to lose. Yeah. Uh, sounds like actually there's a lot to lose. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was it's very addicting, very engrossing. But I do feel a little dirty watching it because there are some people on there that I'm like, 
the producers are, I think they're hoping that it doesn't go well for them. You know, Man, there's no such thing as reality television. <sighs> We're living in reality television right now, Megan, <sighs> you and me. Also, uh, I don't want to get roped into this because the last time Ryan brought up a reality TV show to my attention and we watched it together was Naked and Afraid. And then I couldn't it's stop watching Naked it. and complaining. That's what I call that show. Ugh. Because they ain't afraid, they're complaining. I don't know why I watched so many goddamn episodes of that show. I couldn't stop myself. We used to to watch it all the time at Rick's house when we play poker there because it was the only thing that was on at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one thing that's bullshit about that show is you ever watch Naked and Afraid, uh, like, uncut? It's bullshit because, or what's it called? Like they don't uncensored. Show dicks. They don't show shit. It's still yeah. censored. Yeah. If it's uncensored, I want to see some flapping ass crack and some floppity old dicks and tits. What's flapping ass crack? You know, like old, because they're usually like older people on there. And so their asses oh. are saggy because oh, they okay. don't exercise. But like, it. I have a survival rate of 5.2 because yeah. 20 years ago I was in the army. <laughs> Some of those people are fucking delusional too. Yeah, well, they're fu- on a they tried out for delusional. a fucking reality TV show. Of like, course, the first thing I'm gonna do is melt a bra for my titties. I'm like, that's not the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and build a fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have. It's like if you're on naked and so. afraid, you can't be modest. You really can't be modest. Except, I mean, bras are functional. <laughs> it's not for modesty. It's for comfort. Especially if you're going to be jumping around and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be a pocket watch. <laughs> they get like one little thing. Do they get a coordinate? Like, okay, dude, I'll bring the pan if you get the flint. And that'll be our survivor thing. They, I, th- I think I remember they get to pick one thing that yeah. they want. I'd want to, if I was on there, I'd try to just fuck with, I wouldn't actually do this, but it'd be funny if it was somebody that was just crazy and they picked something completely not logical at all, like a broom. <laughs> If, if I got to pick one thing, it would be a fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> Naked and afraid. <laughs> Can't believe you brought that up. The best reality TV show that has ever existed, and the one that I think that I could actually possibly do well in, it was called Solitary. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this game? No, but I know about your life. It. Okay, so there are, I think, let's say there's eight contestants in this, and you're in a pod, like just one solid room, solitary confinement. Mm -hmm. You don't... Wait. You basically get tortured. You're in there by yourself? You're in there by yourself. There's like a computer voice that tells you what to do. No. And so when there when there's competition, oh, and there's no like total sensory deprivation. Yeah, like the no, lights go out when they want you to sleep, but you don't know if it's night or day. You're sleeping for very no, little. Man, they can control it. They can make it colder. They can make it hotter. You know, you're basically just in a cell by that's yourself. My fucking nightmare. The only privacy you have is like for the bathroom, right? And so when it comes to competitions, they'll have competitions where it's like uh, uh, lay down on a bed of nails. And you can tap out whenever you want, but the first person that taps out goes. But you don't know if anybody's tapped out yet. They have no contact with each other. No contact with each other. So you could be sitting there, and the first person can tap out in five minutes, but you don't know, and you're sitting there for four hours. Mm. You think that you would do well? I think I could possibly do pretty well. I think you would lose your fucking mind like everybody would. I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you. I've got a really good imagination. 
Well, I can be by myself. Like during the that's pandemic, the problem. I was by myself a lot. I just had two cats to talk to. Okay, but you, but but you had stimulation, like around you. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not that stimulating, it's still. They had a computer to talk to. Sometimes they get a little ball to bounce. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're imagine. You said you have a good imagination. That's the that's problem. That's probably not a good thing. But anyway, yeah. If you had no imagination, then you might make it. There's two seasons of Solitary. I'm sure you can find it on some streaming platform. You need to watch it. I it do, was really entertaining. I do not want to watch that show. Because you, cause you like, I want this person to win. No. And you'd hope that they'd win. Nobody Sometimes wins. they would. Nobody it's yeah. cruel solitary confinement it is and they they would go there's one guy this really crazy delusional guy on the the uh, 60 days in who thought that prison was fine he's like this is not gonna be tough at all anyway he did everything wrong and he was about to get raped because the, the guys were like i'm gonna rip his asshole open like they were openly talking about raping him never saw any sort of uh uh raping going on just threats of rape anyway oh uh so That's this fine. guy, he uh, uh, got himself into solitary confinement by fucking with a camera because he knew he was about to get his ass beat up. And so he's in there for like 20 days or something like that. And um, yeah, he did go a little crazy. But anyway, that guy was, I didn't like that guy. So he didn't last. Mm. And there's also there's like this housewife that's like I'm going in there because I think prison's too easy and my husband's a uh, soldier probably yeah. yeah and he you know works for everything and these people can just watch TV all day and yeah they get free cable they get free <laughs> cable do you want to switch places with them does that sound nice to you I know like when when I hear people say uh like oh people getting uh assistance like subsidies from the government yeah. like freeloaders like, that's not fair like do you want to do you want to live wanna, the life yeah, do you want to trade they places are because <laughs> you would be very dissatisfied i can guarantee anyway she that person that i was talking shit about she actually did last and uh she did change her point of view after being in there man but it's so but it's still this it's, is some it's, fake shit well it's no but like the learned empathy like you can't just be empathetic you have to like experience yourself that I think it's a moral failing. Yeah. It's fucked up. And that happens so often. It's not empathy. I hate gay people until my child comes out to be gay. And then, well, I guess I like gay people now. Mm -hmm. But just this one gay person. Happy Pride Month. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. I feel the pride. Um, On my work meetings, uh, Elaine, sometimes to cheer us all up, will, will say... Uh, she says, like, happy Humpty Hump Day for Wednesday. Oh, she's a sweetie. And Thursday, she's like, happy Thirsty Thursday. And I was like, you don't, Thirsty means something different now, Elaine. <laughs> and she's like, what does it mean? <laughs> like, Did I'm you not, tell her? No. Why? I, I gave enough, because it's still work. I don't want to get written up for, like, sexual harassment or something. I say it, it means that Thirsty means you want to fuck. <laughs> You're thirsty. I mean, I, I feel like you could You're explain it for to dick. her in a tactful yeah, Way. that probably wouldn't. You didn't, and, but though. then, But then on Friday, she said, she's like, I came up with a new one for Friday, and I don't remember what exactly what. Oh, she, this is what it was. She said, it's Frisky Fruity Friday. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I said, well, it is It is Pride Month. <laughs> oh, man. She can but do she no she, wrong. She said she thought it was, she meant it for like a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. 
I, man, she's... I really am fond of her yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. It was good seeing her because, oh, that's another development that, that happened with work. Um, we're back in the office on mm-hmm. a rotating schedule. So I was in the office last week and I'll be in the office next week. And that was different. It really did take uh, some adjusting to be How around How do you feel about people. it? I, it's fine. Honestly, I would prefer to be in the office every day. Yeah. Because then I could leave work at work. Like, because right now my work station's right there. And it, I feel like I've got like, I'm under his eye the entire time. Yeah. And sometimes the computer makes a sound. I'm like, oh God, I just By him, I you mean fucking got an the email. Lord. Yeah. Um, Have you been, wa- do you watch Hand- Handmaid's Tale? You know what? I started to, I think I've watched maybe two episodes or three and it depressed me so badly that I, yeah. I cannot go on. It's definitely like torture porn a little bit. Yeah. It's a little torture porny. I mean, I respect it, but Mm -hmm. I, I cannot participate in that. I mean, I, I am living in the world, but, uh, no, I I can't, I can't do it. It's too, too heavy. There's a bunch of other new shows that, that everybody's been raving about that. I I have too many shows. So like that, that mayor of whatever, Town. Oh, East Town. Yeah, and there's another that. comedy that's that's supposed to be really really good that stars Gene Smart, who I adore. But Gene Smart, uh, Gene Smart, designing women. Oh, uh, uh, hacks. Yeah, I saw the first couple of episodes of that. It was fine. Maybe it gets better. I don't know. I just didn't feel compelled to go back to, to go it. to another one. Uh, third season of Shrill or second season of Shrill. Um, I, I like haven't that watched show. that at all. I know I need to. I, I did catch up on, I'm current on uh, Everything Will Be Okay. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Josh Thomas one? Everything's going to be okay. I want to like it so badly. I don't like him. I'm starting to not like like mm. him. And I know like that he's autistic. He's, cause, but sometimes, what? yeah, he's autistic. He is? In real life and on this show, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers. I think he is, in real life, he came out I mean, as being autistic. In that show, his little sister is. Yeah, but I'm sorry to spoil it for you. It comes out later that... Okay. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that he does with that relationship with that guy. That The boyfriend, he gets a little... Let's just say that there's, there's some relationships on that show where I'm like, I just don't like these people. And I feel like I'm supposed to. But I do like that... Uh, have you watched any of the new season at all? Mm, a couple episodes. Have you? Has Marie Maria Banford? Mm, yes. Okay, I adore Maria. She's the mom. Of yeah, the I like Maria Banford friend. a lot. So, and that guy that plays her husband, I like too. I'm sorry, is my pussy's making your eyes water? Yeah. yeah. Um, I I really like. I I watch an episode of that, and when it gets to the parts with the. With his sisters, it just fucking drags for me. Yeah. And I get so, uh, I lose interest. It's like a show full of nothing but manic pixie girls. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all manic pixie girls. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's grounded. I don't, uh, I want to enjoy it and I just don't. Yeah. Um, but I'm still, but I'm invested, so I'm still watching it, even though I'm like, you're annoying. It's really, you're annoying. Yeah. I feel like they they make a point and then there's not another point. It's just like dragging that point out every mm-hmm. time they come into the scene and it's And the younger daughter looks just like much. Anne Frank. 
She does. She's <laughs> very small. Yeah. So small. Um, yeah. So I did watch Mayor of Easttown. Did you watch it? No. Fuck, dude, that's a I don't know what it's show. about. I saw the last headline I saw was like, America's obsession with murdered white women. I'm like, uh-oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that tracks. Um, like, and I don't even know how to take that. Like, should are they criticizing that the, I guess that there is a murdered white woman? It's, is it yes. because I, I, I guys don't know how to take that. Because I know, is it bad that, it's a woman that was murdered or is it, it's like we only care about murdered white women and not black women. It's a, it's a, maybe the, there's a little bit of both murdered women are a, like, are a spectacle to people. Mm-hmm. Um, people maybe aren't that interested in men getting murdered, but it's salacious. But if it's other, a woman. Like, I guess, I don't know who made this point. So the only other like serialized show I can think of that had like a murdered woman as a plot would be uh, that weird show. That everybody loved in the 90s that I never got into. With like, who killed blah, blah, blah. Roger Rabbit? No, Kyle MacLachlan. Was, wasn't he the... Twin Peaks? Yeah, Twin Peaks. Was that a Laura murder of white lady? Yeah. yeah. Dude, there's a fuck ton there. I mean, like every other episode of SUV. That's for you. There's a fuck ton of, uh, of TV shows SVU, that are, not SVU, are yeah. centered on a dead white lady mm-hmm. or young woman um this one was good like one of the most interesting things about that show uh is the accent oh uh, yeah the pennsylvania accent yeah 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 dude i remember it's that so fucking, fucking accent bizarre yeah this guy would uh what was my neighbor's name his name was ryan and of course like we never really hit like we got i think when we moved back down here we had a little bit of an accent just because i mean if you live somewhere you kind of just naturally get it but i was also born in the south so i didn't get it full on but i remember when i moved up there ryan how he would say awesome and like coffee and awesome but other stuff he went it wasn't like full-on new york it was just really weird i just remember awesome he would say awesome water water they it's it's so it's the it's like a like a blunted vowel it's Mm -hmm. so bizarre um, and I never had paid attention to that before. Do I have an accent? Yes, I make fun of you all the time. What do I say? Uh, I don't remember. But oh. I pointed out when you do it, when you do say it weird. Okay. It's almost like Canadian. Well. Um. So. Like, how do you say sorry? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you do have an accent. <laughs> If anything, I think I don't have an accent just because we moved around so much. I moved around a bunch, too. Um, then why do you have an accent? I, uh, I didn't know. I didn't. I don't How does Ryan not have an accent? Because he only lived here. I guess he kind of does a little bit. But not really. Uh, do you think Will has an accent from New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. No? No. Our friend Will. Who drew our pictures? Oh, you dickhead! I've never spoken to him. Just typed, just messaged. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Now I'm trying to think. Of who of our friends does have an accent? Chelsea doesn't have an accent, but she's flown around everywhere. She's got a baby accent. That's just that's just her voice. Um, we have to know somebody that has an accent. Yeah, of course. Who? 
You want me to name all of the people in my life I know? Yeah, Borelli doesn't have an accent. No. You mean people that I see regularly or people that... I mean, what's what's the name? What's the name of like our? Well, not yours because you have an accent, but like our, like a newscaster voice where they're just kind of nondescript. It's supposed to be from Cincinnati, I think. Okay, then we have the Cincinnati accent, and you have the who's Illinois. we? Everyone but me. Everyone but you, because you say weird <laughs> stuff sometimes. Uh, Michigan is very pronounced. I can. I, uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, I get those mixed up. I was talking to a, a dude from Michigan today. Mm. I could tell. Um, I made Jimmy watch Waiting for Guffman last night. Yeah. <laughs> Are we off the accent? No, it was, I was thinking ask, accents oh. because of Parker Posey's accent in that Is it in show. Dakota? Uh, it's uh, Blaine, Wisconsin? Is it in Wisconsin? I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah, hmm. it's a night of the show, y'all. <laughs> Some of the people that we know around here have like <clears throat> really faint Southern accents, even though they grew up here. Like uh, Delperdang Lee. Um, I haven't noticed it with her, but Lee every once in a while says "ha ha ha." Like who's Lee? Uh, you met him at my Christmas party. God, Christmas hey, party. man, I'm sorry, Megan. Yeah, a lot of alcohol. Went through this system okay. from my 20s and my 30s. I accept your apology. If I meet somebody once, you can't just say a first name. Okay. Well, you asked me of, of people that And I act know. as if I've been around this fella mm-hmm. a long time. Well, I, didn't, I don't feel I don't like know I what he looks like. I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> I'm telling you what he sounds like right now. Every once in a while, there's a faint southern accent. From ha. this one person ha. I met once. Oh. Yes. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> but Elaine, when I asked her what her first uh, what her first uh, tongue was, because she has a bit of an accent, what her first language, what her was? first language is, and I meant to say native tongue, it kind of got jumbled there, and she said English. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, it wasn't. You're lying. <laughs> You're a liar. Maybe she's not. I no, don't know. It has to, because I know she's multilingual. She's from Fiji. She was born in Fiji, but her most of her lineage is Chinese. But she grew up in Australia. And she lived in uh, her family, like a lot of people from China. They they. Yeah, but Australia. I'm just I just don't know how much time she spent where. Well, she definitely doesn't have an Australian accident accent. <laughs> Australian accidents are messy. <laughs> My brain ain't working too good. I think um, it might be time to wrap it up. I remember uh, there was, we had a, do you remember that foreign exchange student, Vicky? I think her name was Vicky. I sure don't. Uh, she was from South Africa, and I was like, are you from the Netherlands? Which makes sense because they were colonized, but mm-hmm. but I thought English was her second language. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, and I asked her, I was like, is Dutch your first language? And she's like, no, it's English. <laughs> So, so she's a white lady from South uh, Africa? Yeah. 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 She was a fucking pixie dream girl, too. Yeah. God damn, they're everywhere. The world is littered with them. <laughs> Do it, okay. One thing I, I'm starting to really dislike is... Uh, I don't know why I'm bringing this up at the very, very end. But if you ever go on Instagram, I'm so sick and tired. Like, I'm at, I'm at the point now, if you're going to try and sell me something in an advertisement, it better not be a goddamn influencer. I want an actual, like, 
paid actor to try and sell me some zit cream. I mean, they basically are. It's paid so actors, fucking right? annoying. Yeah, good point. But like, all the the attractive men that are like. I have such dark circles. You don't have dark circles. Like you literally don't have dark circles. That's a sore spot you're, for you. Isn't it, it really is. Like I have dark circles and bags. It's hereditary. No fucking cream's gonna get rid of it. It's not. It's not gonna happen. It's just gonna be there. That's what it is. I don't notice them, John. Thank you. But when they were like, look at these, and the, like the worst is like the guys with the curly hair, like my hair's so unruly. <laughs> Like fuck off! Wait till the surf falls out, you asshole! I need this special shampoo. Well, what would you have them do, John? Get a fucking job. Get a, get a fucking get a real job. job. Get a legit job, you fucking millennial piece of shit. Instead of trying to get likes, I feel like if it had been something other than dark circles or bags under your eyes, you. Would... Oh, I did buy those gym shorts. I will, and they were sixty dollars a pop, but they were awesome. What gym shorts? Um, I can't even ten, Doinger shorts 10,000 No they're not They're, they're anti-Doinger shorts Because they have a built-in liner mm-hmm. That's kind of like a, Like a bicycle short Like yeah. a compression short On the inside Yeah So fucking comfortable I do all my cardio on them now You're going to be an influencer I feel like this is The beginning I'm of an ad I'm not going to be an influencer And it also pisses me off When it's so clearly An advertisement And they don't put Paid advertisement As a hashtag mm-hmm. As if you just Rolled out And were like I fucking hate Instagram, dude. I, I never Instagram go on it. I hate so much. I, just show me cats and vinyls. That's all I want to see on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, your eyes are really going. I'm about to I die. told you, you need to bring your medicine. Dude, I know. Gosh. I just, I, I'm, I'm not, um, preparation isn't my thing. So. Well, you got, you got, your time's run out. Enjoy the song, A Fun Guy by Brad Sucks. And we'll be back next year, next week. Not next year. It will just seem like next year because (laughs) you'll be patiently waiting for us. Bye, guys. (laughs) Thanks for being patient with us. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. By listening to our bullshit. (laughs) 